0: I was sent forth from the power, and I have come to those who reflect upon me, and I have been found among those who seek after me. Look upon me. You who reflect upon me, and you who have ears to hear, hear me. You who are waiting for me, take me to yourselves, and do not banish me from your sight, and do not speak ill of me, or listen to hateful speech about me. Do not be ignorant of me. Anywhere or anytime, be vigilant. Do not be ignorant of me, for I am the first and the last. I am the honored one and the scorned one. I am the whore and the holy one. I am the wife and the virgin. I am the mother and the daughter. I am the members of my mother. I am the barren one, and many are her sons. So that's um, just a part of uh, a Gnostic poem. Probably written in the first or second century of the Christian era, according to the Googler. Um, It moves me every time I read it, so I'm kind of in a different place right now. I'm trying to stay uh, present because it takes me somewhere. That is not here. That is more here than here is actually right now. (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense. So good morning. Um, If you're on the east coast of the USA, it is 747 a.m. It is April 19th, 2021. And um, I've been meaning to talk for a long time about that poem and the implications. But also I wanted to... um, maybe share a little uh of my mythology my personal my idiosyncratic mythology i'm coming from a place of um truth of the metaphor joseph Campbellian, you know uh i love that he's an adjective in my mind now uh but the idea that the metaphor is true in a creative imaginative and uniquely human sense and um As a result, we can always gather productive data and we can see clearly and more honestly and authentically through the story and the narrative. That's what makes us supernatural compared to all the other creatures on the planet. Um, This poem, they say it was originally written in Greek. I don't understand how that works because the only copy that has been found has been in Coptic. So if anyone's listening and has an explanation, Um, get at me, I appreciate it, Uh, but this poem speaks to me uh, in a truth and a metaphor kind of way, as if it is my body talking to me, and um, from a young age, especially in America, for women in general, um, I mean, honestly, for everybody, young men too, Uh, In your adolescence, you know, there's a lot of pressure about what our bodies are supposed to be for those who look upon it. And um, we're cut off from it. You know, it's a very Western. I've said before in previous podcasts about the Cartesian perspective, but lately I've been um, really obsessed with platinus and neoplaton to neoplatonism neoplaton, <laughs> excuse my accent my northeast american accent um the thing about platinism the neoplatonist movement um gnosticism even um things spoken on in the heretical writings of the Cathars, there's always a separation of the body. And, um, like I'm a heretic of a heretic, you know, I'm heretical against the heretical. (laughs) And I just don't understand it. I don't get it. The only way it makes sense is if I identify with what I experienced as a youth, um, all the way up, honestly, until my, uh, 30s, uh, this pressure to have my body look a certain way to make other people comfortable. Um, there was a conflict, though, because also I was always sick when I was little. I had severe allergies. It is spring right now where I'm located, and in my youth, I was miserable at this time. Um, it was horrible. And I was, like, back in the day, people didn't have allergies back in the 80s and then 70s. Um, So it was rough, and it was hard to get any kind of compassion or empathy, because it was pretty gross. It was like, you know, back in the day, um, I was born the same year as hip-hop, technically, but uh, there, beatboxing was a thing, and they, I used to, you know, I was teased. They used to call me the human snap box. That's how bad my allergies were. So as a youth, I felt this resentment, because I saw all these kids running around with no issues, no health issues. My siblings had... um no health issues and I was envious and um I felt like I was being punished you know and I felt like my body was punishing me and I had a a lot of anger and resentment towards my body on top of being um you know made fun of for being chubby so it was rough it was rough being in my body like um when I was around other people especially but when I was by myself my body would teach me things about how strong it was well not necessarily by myself because um, there would be times uh I say by the end of August the allergies would pretty much I'd have a break I have like a two-week break in my youth of allergies in August um and then they come back in October and November um but I would go to the woods around um you know the area i lived with my dog and uh we would do some crazy ass things i really put my life in danger climbing the way i did um and walking along train tracks it was just wonderful and i really enjoyed my body so when i was by myself i had a relationship with my body that was magical Um, And and then I would dance. I would dance. So long as, like, I danced, you know, I I went to dance class and everything, but by myself, I would dance to feel better. And um, so it was just weird, and it was a conflict, and I had nobody to encourage this positive aspect of my existence in my flesh. And then um, I became a mother. And that positively reinforced things I intrinsically knew because my body would always try to take care of me through all the trauma and stress I was going through throughout my life i I knew um, that I wasn't alone. I had my body there with me, and it was hard to to authentically be this knowledge that I gained from being in my flesh because there was this external pressure to despise it. And um, my body trying to cope with the environment. It, it was very stressful for my body. And as a result, I had a hyperactive autoimmune response to particles in the air. Um, but yeah. So this Gnostic bone really... Uh, I feel like it just it speaks to that little girl who knew things. I... I you know, that I I wasn't allowed to know. And um, I hope you look into it. You can find it online, Thunder of the Perfect Mind. Also sometimes, uh, Thunder of the Perfect Intellect, or just if you Google Thunder Gnostic Poem, you'll find it. Quite a few um, interpretations. Um, The one I just read is basically from someone named McRae, but I kind of, changed some words personally because they didn't feel right in what it was trying to elucidate. So, um, yeah. Now, on to my idiosyncratic mythology. Uh, I've studied a lot of um, evolutionary anthropology. And I can't help but have a creative, imaginative perspective when thinking about these things. There's a story. It's always a story, you know. And um, this is the story that I've learned from cross-referencing and correlating what I instinctually know, what I've experienced, and um, what I've learned from others, um, from just being, period. So here's the beginning. Just a touch of the way I see our relationship with existence, like what it comes down to. Fundamentally, where it all began. In the beginning, there was nothing. There were